Welcome, creeps. Hello again. Hello, everybody. You know, I just got the theme song for iCarly stuck in my head. That's so weird. Random, right? Yeah, it is. It was a good show. It, it was a good show. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's really in there. You know what's in me, like, right now? What? I just... I just burped right now. Nice. And it made me crave McDonald's fries and chicken nuggets. You've been craving them all day. It's nothing to do with that burp. Yeah, that's true. I just really like... And not all of the McDonald's make chicken nuggets like the way I like them. That one place by my job, they're exceptional. They're so... They taste so friendly. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's this energy they give off. McDonald's just tastes the same to me no matter where I am. <laughs> I never thoroughly enjoy it. I never exactly hate it. I, I always end up going back for more eventually. Really like chicken nugs. Okay, well, this is our listener story for December. Yeah. Happy fucking Christmas, everybody. Or winter solstice. Not quite yet, but it's coming. It is, it's the month of Christmas. I would like to get a petition to change the name from December to Christmas. <laughs> that's just me personally alright I think actually in Irish it is like Nullig mm. could be very wrong correct me if I'm wrong do you want to start or will I do you want to start do you want to start something <laughs> I can start Okay. alright so this story is called Scratched in My Sleep by Luna Azul This comes from Ohio. This one's short. And it goes like this. I recently have become ill with the disease. So my friend suggested that I start doing Wicca. That's weird. Okay. I would suggest medicine first, but okay. (laughs) Whatever floats your goat. The practice of white magic. So I took it upon myself to do so. I did a white magic spell and asked the gods to bless me with health. It didn't take long before something very strange happened. The very next morning I woke up. I felt better than I have felt in months. I sat up in my bed and did a little stretch and felt a little tenderness on my leg just below my knee. I pulled a blanket back and there were four scratches like that of a cat. Two of the scratches, two of the scratch lines come to a point pointing up and the other two scratch lines come to a point pointing down. They're about seven inches in length and not painful at all. Painful at all. That's what it sounds like (laughs) I just did right now. Just a little tender. Now I know for a fact that this did not happen by accident. I do not have a cat and I do not have long fingernails. Not only that, but the shape of the scratches could not have been created by a human finger because they were so very thin. I want to know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Has anyone experienced anything like this? I feel honored to have been touched from the other side or by a paranormal force. I'm not sure what this was or if it was good or evil. Mm -hmm. Straight off the bat, I'm going to say no. (laughs) Yeah, because... I mean, nothing that's friendly would want to scratch you. 
Yeah, I think like right. Just as a general, I mean, being I'm touched a- or anything like, especially not being like leaving a mark, is a bad sign, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna take a stab in the dark and say if something scratches me, it probably wants it to hurt and to hurt me, or to at least make it known that they've done it. Like, yeah, yeah, I. I would be cautious with whatever you're doing. Um, yeah. Strange. All right. Off to a hot start. Mm-hmm. Mine are all from Reddit users this this month, this week. I just graduated. Oh, wait. But And this story is from throwaway1817188. <laughs> all right. We get it. You like numbers. <laughs> Ooh, look at me. I know numbers. (laughs) I was good at math. (laughs) Okay, throw away. (laughs) (laughs) So, he'll actually explain why he uses that name. Oh, cool. I just graduated boot camp. I experienced some strange occurrences while there and I can't explain them. I'm keeping my name, rank and job private and using a throwaway account for the sake of anonymity. Oh, okay. I should also mention the military is very big on information leaked to the public, so I'm not going to release any information that I'm not allowed to release. Okay. Any opinions I have are my own and only my own. I just graduated from boot camp. While I was there, strange things happened that me and some other recruits could not explain, and I've come here to look for answers. Here's the story. When you are in boot camp, you have to stand watch occasionally for a few hours. I was usually put on watch at night. Me and my partner usually stood watch from midnight to around 2am. My job was usually roving security, which is basically the person who patrols a set area and takes temperature readings and looks for suspicious activity, etc. Usually the most serious things I dealt with were other recruits messing around in the bathrooms and telling them to go back to their bunks. One night, around 2 in the morning, I was making the rounds and thought I heard talking coming from the bathroom. I went inside and heard whispering coming from the showers, so I walked towards them, and what I saw was just weird. I saw a young man, around 17 to 20 years old, hunched over, facing away from me in the darkest corner of the shower area. I walked toward him and said, Hey man, I need you to go back to your bunk. And as I was approaching him, I swear he vanished into thin air in the blink of an eye. I remember the feeling of pure shock and confusion. When I walked out, the other guy on watch asked me why I was so pale, and I told him what happened. I told him exactly what I had seen, and he said it was most likely a result of me being tired from all the stress of boot camp and the lack of sleep. I agreed with him because I figured why would a ghost haunt a shower at boot camp of all places, and I was pretty tired that night. The next night, I did not have watch, but the recruit who had my usual shift reported seeing a shadow in the showers and some weird whispering noises while there was nobody there. I talked to him and told him what I had seen, and that it was most likely our minds playing tricks on us because we were all tired. He agreed, and we decided that we should just ignore it. First of all, sorry, no. (laughs) Like, two people do not have the same thing, experience the same thing like that because they're tired. Anyway, that was... Or, he agreed and we decided that we should just ignore it. That was until I started seeing things outside the showers. I had a slightly earlier watch that night and I was patrolling the bunks, checking on the recruit who were sick as I'm supposed to. 
I was walking past some empty bunks and saw movement in the corner of my eye. I figured it was some recruit messing around, so I go to tell him to get back into bed. But as I approach the empty bunks, I see some kind of shadowy figure that did not look humanoid to me. It was like a black blob moving around. When I investigated it, or when I investigated, it vanished. The area it was in was extremely cold compared to the rest of the room. I just walked away as there was nothing to do there and figured that the staff must have cranked the air conditioning and I was just tired of making stuff up. I saw this out of the corner of my eye all throughout boot camp while I was on early while on the early morning watch. The last story for me was from when I was tasked with taking temperatures throughout the whole building. My job was to go to each division's compartment and ask for their room temperature. I had just taken all but two other divisions temperatures and was looking for the last two. As I walked past some empty rooms, I could have sworn I saw some movement inside, so I figured maybe I missed the room and went to look inside their window. The room was just being used as storage and was pitch black except for the light from outside. All I could see were some empty boxes and empty bunks, but out of the corner of my eye I saw a person standing in the edge of the light facing me. I saw this and I was just going to look elsewhere for the last two rooms which I found a few minutes later. However, as I was returning to turn in my readings, I noticed in the hallway a shadowy arm or limb being outstretched and coming back behind a doorway and when I passed there was nothing but the area it was in was super cold and the room and the room was just a closed janitorial closet. The other recruit I previously mentioned spoke about seeing somebody dancing in the showers at night, but there being nothing but there being nothing when he investigated. He also said that one night he passed by the showers and saw someone peek out and disappear behind the wall and there was nobody there when he investigated but he noted the area was really cold. I know I'm going to get called a liar and an an attention seeker but I know these are all true. I am simply trying to find out what kind of entity me and that recruit had been dealing with. Also I cannot disclose much information as I do not want to get in trouble with the chain of command but I'll disclose that I am in the Navy and the base in question is in or is Great Lakes, Illinois. Hmm. You guys have balls of steel. <laughs> Fuck that. And whoever this was clearly just loved the showers. Yeah. Dancing in the showers. Mm-hmm. Dancing in the showers. Dancing um, on the sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a feeling. Um. Yeah, I mean, fuck that. Like, and as well, walking around that place, I'd like to know why you had to get the temperatures in every room. I'm interested in that. I mean, they could have like a localized virus going on or flu-like thing that they want contained. And of course, they wouldn't share that information. Oh, you think it was they were getting the temperatures of the people in the room, not just the temperatures of the room? Yeah. Oh, maybe I understood it wrong. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm just being a conspiracist. Is that the word? I don't know. Conspiracist? But I bet you there's a lot more people seeing it than they're just not talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're all Navy boot camp men. Well, no. I I don't think that's fair. Um, I think it could just be... Like, if I've heard that... And and this is just not 
this is not just paranormal stuff, but like whenever something happens in front of you and you kind of just either freeze or you get stunned because your brain's trying to make sense of it. Right. And to think otherwise would be to shatter the reality that you've accepted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. So my, my next story from no name face from, and this is from the Philippines. It's called my dead aunt. Oh shit. Okay. Sorry. This this story happened a few years back as 2010 and has been told by my other Tita, which is my dad's first cousin. So I guess that's aunt. We're residing in Bacolod City, the city of smiles. This city is being heralded as the most livable city by experts in the Philippines due to its affordable lifestyle and rising infrastructure. My dad's cousin today is known to have a third eye she can see dead people even if the person has died several years ago one day our other aunt in manila tita rari passed away due to illness it was around 2000 or so i'm not so sure i'm not good at dates unfortunately aunt riri lived with our other aunt tita fali together with her family before she went to manila to stay with our other aunt tita kashmir They're all siblings. There are around nine of them, but the two siblings died when they were young. Our aunt today is staying at our Tita Fally's house. One night, when they were all asleep, Tita today heard a voice of a woman, like, talking to herself. She sounded like she's angry or something, and Tita today paused a bit to locate where was this voice coming from. Tita Fally's house is a two-story house. All of their bedrooms are upstairs with the living room at the center on the second floor. Then there's a cabinet owned by Tita Rari, which is locked with all her personal belongings inside. The sound that Tita today heard was from the second floor living room, and the woman sounded like she was looking for something inside the cabinet. Tita today stood and checked by the opening of the door from her bedroom, and found a woman dressed like our beloved Tita Rari. Tita today froze a few seconds when she saw the woman and quickly went back to bed, covers herself with a blanket, and prayed until the voice was gone. This story always sends a shiver down my spine while I remember it. Actually, I felt goosebumps while I'm writing this. Yep. Weird. More ghosts in the night. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, um, Tita and Tito are auntie and uncle. Oh, in, uh, in the Philippines, Tagalog is that the? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I could speak. be wrong, but I th- it, that's like Tita, Tito, and uh, like they say Nona and Non Nono. Oh, okay. No, the Lola and Lolo. Okay. Or grandparents, I think I could be way wrong. Shout out to uh, Stories with Sapphire. <laughs> cool. <laughs> From my knowledge on Filipino language. <laughs> Tagalog. Yeah. What's your next story? My next story. We're mm-hmm. powering through these. And... Almost abducted by a serial killer. Oh, I thought you were going to say alien. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Jeez. Ruined this story. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this was sent to us by character underscore homework 75. Nice. 
As unbelievable as my story may sound, I promise I'm not trolling, and every word I'm about to write is the honest truth. Okay, we believe you. I cannot specifically remember exactly what grade I was in, but I do remember that I was in middle school. I remember this detail because when this event took place, I was with someone that was only my friend during my middle school years. After that, my friend moved away and we lost touch. This story takes place on the outskirts of St. Louis, Missouri, during the 1980s. For reference, we will call the friend I was with, Mary. It had been a fun day with Mary. My mom had dropped us off at the mall, where we had been wandering around window shopping and trying on clothes. This was a very tiny mall in a small town on the outskirts of St. Louis. Because this mall was so tiny, it didn't have a lot of restaurants or a food court. However, there was a McDonald's across the way. To get there faster, you could cut through a field that was in between the mall parking lot and the street. Once you cut across that field and cross the road, McDonald's was right there. I think this might be a sign for us to go and get chicken nuggets. I love chicken nuggets. So Mary and I went to McDonald's, ordered our food and sat down. We were eating our ice cream and chatting away when a man walked in and sat down at the table in front of ours. The way we were sitting put Mary's back to him, but left me facing his direction. Almost immediately I began to get an uneasy feeling, because not only did this man not order anything to eat, he just sat there the entire time staring at me with the angriest look on his face. He wasn't even trying to hide the fact that he was staring. I also remember he had these piercing eyes that were bright blue. Now keep in mind that this was before cell phones were abundant, so calling my mom wasn't an option. And being as young as I was, it never occurred to me in my childlike mind that I should get the attention of an adult working there or ask to use their phone. All I could remember thinking was this scary man was making me feel very uncomfortable. So Mary and I finished our food and ice cream. I had used her head to obstruct the man's view of my face and whispered to her, what he had been doing. I told her if he followed us if he followed us out we needed to run. Sure enough, as soon as we got up to leave, so did he. We rushed out the door as fast as we could, then we began to sprint. I looked behind me and he was getting into one of those boat sized cars that they made in the seventies and early eighties. Luckily for us there wasn't much traffic and we were able to cross the street before he had a chance to get to us. When we got to the field I turned around to look to see where he was again. Before I go further, let me note that next to the field was the street that ran horizontally, the one that we crossed, and then to the left of the field there was another street that ran vertically. That street intersected with the one we had to cross, so the field was basically in the corner of these streets. The street to the left didn't run in a perfectly straight line though, it ran in a diagonal direction that would eventually take you into the mall parking lot. This was good because when I had turned around again, I could see that he was watching to see where we were going. Next, he turned onto the street to the left of us and was driving very fast. He was definitely coming for us. Like I said, the street that ran diagonally took him in the direction away from us, but would eventually have us end up in the same parking lot. It was very obvious he was trying to get to the mall parking lot before we could get there. Because the road he was on went away from us and we were shortcutting it through the field plus running as fast as we could, we were able to get inside of the mall before he could catch us. We got very, very lucky. 
Once we got inside of the mall, we frantically ran up to a security guard and told him what happened. Shockingly enough, he blew our story off as an exaggerated tale from two dramatic middle school children. Things were much different back then. Today, if young kids approached an adult with a story like that, the police would be called right away and a description of the man and his vehicle would be taken. Even worse than that, when Mary and I told my mother the story, she blew it off as well. My mother was emotionally neglectful and definitely was not the best parent growing up. I had serious trust trust issues toward adul- towards adults growing up because of many situations like this. I never felt protected by the people that should have listened and kept me safe. I felt alone and unheard. This event being an important reason I felt that way, but that's another story. So fast forward to a few days ago. My husband was watching a YouTube video about serial killers. I stopped dead in my tracks because as he was watching it, a familiar picture popped up on the video. One of the people slash pictures of the men mentioned in this video was the man from McDonald's. I'm 95% certain it was him. His name was Tommy Lynn Sells. Let me add that I have an excellent memory and I'm definitely a visual learner. I suck at names, but I never forget faces. I can even remember a few people and events from when I was only three years old. This was such a scary event that I never forgot that man's face or the angry look that radiated off of him. It definitely stayed engraved in my young mind. No doubt that man was evil. My husband already knew my story. When I told him I thought that when I told him I thought that was the man who attempted to kidnap me, he was a bit skeptical. So together we decided to do a, fur, lit, a little further research on this guy. What came next only solidified what I suspected. Tommy Lynn Sells was killing people, sometimes young girls my age, and he was indeed killing people in the St. Louis area during that time. He was also working at carnivals and was travelling, killing other people in other states. Unlike most serial killers, he didn't have a type. Anyone he could get his hands on was fair game. He just liked the rush of killing. What made this creepier was the mall that Mary and I were at had a carnival going on every summer in the parking lot on the other side of where we were. I cannot remember what month it was was when this happened, but I do remember that the weather was hot. I am relatively positive it was summertime. I wonder if he was working for that carnival. The picture of him on Wikipedia is exactly what the man at McDonald's looked like. Even down to that same evil, angry look. I will never forget that expression. I have been mulling over and over this ever since. I don't know if I should contact the FBI with my story. Though he was executed in 2014, Ellie knows of 22 murders that he committed but they suspect that there are many, many more. My story might place him in an area someone disappeared from, but I don't know how helpful it would be, considering I can't remember the exact month or year. I don't even know if I would be believed. Poor girl. What a fucking horrible encounter. I know. And look, I believe you. Not for the sake of just believing you, or, you know, Yeah. just for the support. And I'm not going to patronize you but if that's what you say you saw man that's yeah. what you fucking saw or that's who you saw rather yeah like but i can definitely identify with like the whole like trust issues with adults because like like when she was talking i was hearing 
Yeah, and just being like blown off and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I never, I never like to tell my parents things. Yeah, but no, and I definitely, I don't have a good memory at all. Like I'll forget like whether or not I'm wearing shoes, but <laughs> I have definitely also seen a random person, or like even the other day in the gym, saw a completely different person and just like all of a sudden like boom like recalled somebody from years ago that i totally forgot about and like i have their picture in my head so i can understand that too yeah but yeah holy shit good story though yeah that was a really good one next okay (laughs) this one's called i am not insane by sane psychopath (laughs) i like that (laughs) sounds like a a juggalo or a juggalette Mm. This is from New Zealand. The land of dreams. And hobbits, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Honestly, I've never really been interested in paranormal activity until now. I read books about murder and crimes, but never ghost stories. Let's just say I never thought much about it. I'm part of a religious family that believes in angels and demons, etc., but not like this. You see, ever since I started year nine... You know, as, as, and it says parentheses, 13 years old. In Christchurch, New Zealand, I've been seeing things. I'm not crazy, and I sleep and eat very well, as my parents are strict. But these black, weird, unexplainable figures will dance around like hallucinations. Sometimes in class, they'll mock me by standing by the teacher. Sometimes I'll just know they're standing behind me when I'm trying to work. I'm saying sometimes because it doesn't happen very often, like once or twice a week, maybe. That's still a lot. Yeah. But when they do come, my brain just forgets they're there as soon as they leave. Then later on in the day, I remember again and start thinking about it. The figures aren't quite what you'd expect. They don't move like figures, but more like a character and a really laggy game. They have legs and arms, I think. But sometimes the limbs will come off and rejoin their bodies as they move around. Yeah, weird. That's what it says. Yeah, weird. (laughs) Some move around like animals, but with spines that shake and vibrate as they crawl. It's just disturbing. That sounds like Silent Hill. I never played that game and I only saw the movie once. Like the vibrating? That's It's so creepy. Yeah, it sounds fucking awful. At night, sometimes, the creatures will emerge from my wall and mess with the stuff on my desk. I know this isn't a dream, I promise. Most of the time, I'll sit up and watch them. In the daytime, they seem like shadows, only black. At night, they look more detailed. I think they have fur. They look very skinny and bony, with wide eyes and always smiling. They look kind of like human bunnies, not a furry, I swear. Again, I'm not mentally ill or anything, even though my friends want me to see a doctor. I've researched what I've seen and nothing matched my case. One link did take me to this website with a story sort of like mine, so I decided to write my own version. Thanks, bye. Oh, that was abrupt. (laughs) Um, Okay, thanks, bye. (laughs) That... Uh, I don't know, like, I wonder... Just, wow, that's insane. 
I, I know you're nothing. not insane. Your experiences are insane. Yeah. Like, um, I, I don't know how you're sane. <laughs> Were they scared or just accepting? No, like he he describes it as disturbing. So I'm guessing he's scared. He or yeah. she is scared. Um, I don't know. New Zealand. We have a handful of listeners in New Zealand. Yes. I wonder, does that sound like any sort of, you know, strange lore or anything that they've heard in the past? Maybe. It's a possibility. Or maybe it's just strange fucking shadow people. I don't know. Otherworldly things. I don't know. Yeah. Like ghosties or something. I am kind of a believer. Like if you're, um, you know, if your family is very, very Christian and very angels and demons, you are probably more likely to encounter stuff like that. Now, if you're as open to angels or anything, you know. That's just my personal personal opinion. Mm. Um, although, like I said, I, I was in the gym earlier on watching an endless infomercial on uh, why witchcraft was bad. Mm. And we should all go join the church. So I don't <laughs> You know, I think if you... I I th- see I think it could go any way. Like if you dot if you as a person indulge in low vibration things like you know being petty and shit like that on a daily basis and that's just become who you are then that at- I feel like that attracts things like this. Yeah. And if you try to live um I guess, quote unquote, moral life. And, you know, you're, you know, trying to do right by the universe and stuff like that. That will also attract things that will want to bring you down. Like it, it, it'll feed it. It'll get, you know what I'm saying? Like anything will attract it, attract those kinds of things. And if you're sensitive, oh God, even more so. Yeah, then you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but like that, it, it might not necessarily be um, a specific uh, type of entity or anything. It could just be something else displaying itself this way. Like, Or maybe it's like... Maybe it's like how it, it different things have their own types. You know, kind of like humans where like, like say, oh, you know... My friend, her type is tall guys with long black hair. Yeah. And that's the same thing with these demons or ghosties or whatever the fuck they are. They're like, oh, I have a type and I'm going to go fuck with this one because he's my type or she's my type or non-binary my type. Yeah. I mean, like, again, to do with the religious family, maybe they're like, yeah, this one won't be believed or, yeah, you know, whatever. Mm hmm. And again, I still think it could just be a, like a regular entity and this is how they're manifesting themselves just to scare you. I don't know how this shit works. Oh, you know what would suck if like, it's do. not trying to scare you and if it's just like it knows no other way. Yeah. <laughs> it's I like, but I'm... you to love me. It, yeah, it's like, well, in my dimension, I look amazing. But in this one, apparently I'm fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, was that your last one? Yeah. Okay, and I also have one more. And this one's from Sun underscore MF underscore Goku. 
think that's some sort of anime reference. Uh, yeah. It's Dragon Ball Z. So back a few years ago when I was an amateur hunter, I went on a three-day hunting trip with my close buddies. I'm just going to say, I personally don't like hunting. If that's your thing, right on, whatever. Just eat whatever you kill. Getting that out there. On the second day, my friend got sick and needed to go home. So my other friend drove him home. So for the next six hours, I would be alone with my dog. A few hours later, maybe two or three, I have a bad memory. I was reading a book when all of a sudden everything went completely quiet. The birds and insects stopped chirping. It was weird to say the least. Not even a minute later, I hear a child crying. My heart skipped a beat. My dog started barking like crazy. It was weird because he never barked before. Then the crying got louder. My dog barked louder, then quiet. My dog stopped barking. Whatever that was stopped crying. I thought it was all finally over. Then I heard growling. I'm talking loud growling. I grabbed my rifle. My dog tried to run off in the direction of the growling. Thankfully, I was able to grab his leash and restrain him. The growling got louder. My dog didn't bark. Instead, he just stood in front of me in his defensive position, ready to fuck up whatever came out of those woods Out of fear, I shot a bullet in the air to try and scare off whatever was in the woods. It didn't work. At that point, I was praying to God to make whatever it was in the woods leave me and my dog alone. I was crying and shaking. After that, I just started to yell out to the thing that was in the woods to leave me and my dog alone and we would get out of their woods and never come back. Then it stopped. The growling stopped. I heard an owl hoot and insects started to chirp again. I was relieved. I called my friend and told him not to bother coming back because I was leaving. I packed my stuff and got out of there as fast as I could. To this day, nobody believes me, but please, if you live in New Jersey, please never go hiking or camping in the Pine Barrens. Consider this a warning. Could it be the Jersey Devil? So I think that's where he's going with this. Um, I did read uh, things to say like bobcat and stuff like that. Mm. But how close could a bobcat get without you seeing that it's a cat? Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's weird and everything going quiet. Now, remember we were only talking about this the other day. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like birds wouldn't get quiet if like around a bobcat. Yeah, me too. I know nothing about wild cats, but... Um, that's fucking terrifying. Those are kind of like my favorite stories where it's like, oh, what's in the woods? Or like the ones that come from people in like military service. Yeah, yeah. Because chances are they're... Because they're always with their groups. They're, you know... Um, chances are they've seen it too. Yeah, you know? yeah, and exactly. More than likely, they're speaking to you with, like, a rational mind, you know, because that's just... That's how what they're bred. Like, they're being... They're yeah, trained. exactly. Um, yeah, but I personally do love those weird woods stories as well. Yeah. Um, because there's just that, like, element of, like, where do you go? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's no way out. I think what got me really into those kinds of stories is... Um, 
those listener episodes from LPN, was it Golden Throat or something like that? That would call in. He'd like uh, he be anonymous. Was the military guy. Yeah. Yeah. Golden Throat. Yeah. Yeah. His stories fucking, fucking blew nuts. me away. Yeah, me too. Like he would see monsters, not ghosts, yeah. out there. Monsters. Um. Yeah, definitely worth t- having a listen. If you guys enjoy these stories, check out last podcast on the left. Go to their Spotify or Apple Podcast or whatever. And switch the sorting to oldest because these episodes are like eight, nine years old. And um, go through, there is a specific listener episode that's military edition. Mm. And it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, They're like us, but on steroids. Yeah, they've been going hard at this for 10 fucking years. Yeah, metaphorically, of course. We're not accusing them of using steroids. (laughs) (laughs) I love Ben Kissel's a big guy. (laughs) (laughs) No um yeah i love ben kissel they are the podcast gods so anyway guys this is another fucking month this is our fourth listeners episode yeah we've only been September, doing this four months October, november december yes as we discussed in last week's episode mm. yeah <laughs> um honestly i can't believe we made it this far oh that's that's hopeful <laughs> <laughs> no because like i was telling you before like the losing steam thing yeah yeah there's definitely weeks where I get a little bit bored. Yeah. You get a little bit bored, vice versa. And the other one has to pull you back yeah. in. All right, guys. We need your listener stories. Yeah. We're sick of telling us this. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that is interesting, though. Definitely Blech. shout out to our um, oh my New God. Zealand and Australian listeners. Yes. If you have any uh, idea of what the fuck is going on with that dude yeah or girl or anything in between get in touch with us let us know if you or anybody you know have had similar experiences or those weird woods experiences i have been living here for nine months i would love to go camping but honestly some of these stories are putting me off because if you go (laughs) camping in ireland like you can walk for maybe an hour and you're back to civilization Mm. no matter where you are kind of thing um not in texas like yeah i know so texas is huge that's a big deal for me so um yeah once again hopefully once all this pandemic thing is over and we're all operating at full capacity we'll be able to go on like cool road trips and shit and go exploring so if you know anywhere yeah or anywhere that you would like us to talk about any subjects that you want us to talk about i'm rambling a lot we're finishing this follow us on instagram twitter facebook weekly creep you can find us there we're on all major um podcast platforms including Acast, which apparently we have been on for a long time i just couldn't find us i messaged them the other day and the guy was like oh here you go hmm. you're right there so yep um yeah talk to us yeah reach out yeah Love. if you want to follow us like our personal accounts and you know just in case you have a favorite he's adam lynch 44 and i'm first sadistic truth yeah mine's much more straightforward so (laughs) yeah mine mine's been this i've had this username forever back when i was angsty that's why it's first (laughs) because like i found i remember and i remember why i put the first because i saw uh like some chick had sadistic truth after i had used that name 
like oh, she so had you were like no 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 I'm the OG like she put in a one or something which right. I that's how you know like someone took your name <laughs> yeah 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 so um You're so really I was like showing well, your age here I know and so uh, was, my email address was adam <laughs> at gmail dot com <laughs> <laughs> and so that's why I have the first there because I'm petty <laughs> actually um. My mom texted me the other day to let me know that she got a new email address. Oh. Yeah, I have been bugging her for like the last 10 years. I'm like, mom, aircom.net is a fucking embarrassment. Change your email address to Gmail like a normal person. Yeah. She finally did it. I bullied her into it. Uh, and if you see our usernames in Reddit, say hi. My name in Reddit is chicken in the sink. What's yours? Uh, I just use the weekly creep reddit. I don't know. Oh, cool. Or maybe if I do, I don't use it. Okay, guys. See you guys on next month's listener episode. Make sure you send in your story so we can get it out there. And see you guys on Friday for the regular episode. Bye. Bye.